if you're going to race cars, mate, you're going to crash cars. Are you telling me you've made a time machine out of a McLaren? Oh, my dad always says you shouldn't hit boys, mate. Oh, so. uh, well, we're not friends. Well, racing is life. Anything that happens before or after, just waiting. You're listening to The Grid Girls with Saski and Sarah. Sarah Connors, by Lord, do we have a lot to talk about. We do. I'm looking at our little document thing where we actually like write down what we're going to talk about. Because we are, we are a professional sure. podcast. We make sure. lists of things to talk about here. I mean, and it's not like, I mean... It's we don't stick to it very well. <laughs> but, like, usually we have a couple pages worth of stuff, and today I think we're at half a page, but, like, there's so much to talk about about all these individual little things that I hope we keep it under our normal time. Yeah, look, so there fun. has been so much on in, in the world of car racing in the last week and a bit. We've had Monaco. We've had the Indy 500. We've had the Berlin E-Prix. And we've had a bunch of other things along the way that have come around these events. There was a NASCAR race. There was a Na- okay. So yeah, look, there was a NASCAR race that I paid zero attention. Oh, me to. too. But I mean, race fans, you know, the thing, yeah. the nice thing about the nice thing about last Sunday is that basically, if you live on the east coast of the um, of North America, you could get up at like seven thirty in the morning and just watch car races. Look, I got up at eight, sitting in a hotel bed, turned the TV on. This time, I sat up in the bed. Oh, good job. That's and, that's an accomplishment. Like, that's an accomplishment. <laughs> I sat up and actually watched the entire race without falling back to sleep. Which and I'm very surprised about because it was boring as hell. Look, to be honest, I was impressed that I managed to stay awake at that time because I had got back from the bar at a little bit of, oh, I think I got back from the bar at about 12.30, 1 o'clock. And I like sleep like nothing else in this world. Like, I love sport. I like sleep more. That's And so that's, I got up at 8. I watched the Monaco Grand Prix, went into the office, turned the Indy 500 on, watched all of the pre-coverage, watched the race, watched it all, and then watched a hockey game. Yeah, I unfortunately spent most of Sunday in a car, so I missed the Indy 500, but I did get to see Monaco, so that's yeah. fine. And and I did give you a running commentary of the Indy yeah. car that basically was like, oh, Connor Daly's car's broken down and the race hasn't started. Cue me screaming in a, in a giant pile of, like, bald eagles and sparkly American tears. I was just like, well, look, to be honest, though, you can't really play the American card in the Indy 500. <laughs> I know, I know, but you know what? Because he's not, it, it's not like Alex Rossi and then his car no. dies because no, he's the only American. The Indy 500 is a celebration of all that is American. Anna, yeah. No, the thing is that Con- Connor Daly was one of the guys that I was following in a couple other series, though. So I think it was GP2 last year that I watched. Yeah. So in that case, he was one of the few Americans, and that was yeah. just really nice. There were a bunch of pictures actually from Monaco last year, I believe, of him and Alex Rossi, since they're the only two Americans in GP2, just like throwing around Monaco with this giant American flag. And look, I'm r- gonna be honest. You know what my favorite bro out photo from Monaco this year is? What? Daniel Ricciardo, Liam from One Direction, and a yeah. dude in a thong. Yes, I saw that. It was. I have something. No, no idea how this photo happened. I have no idea of the context. No, but I love it. 
All I know is that like I have a couple friends who are giant One Direction fans and they were posting this picture all over everything. No, not you, because you know, you're also an F1 fan. But like yeah. it was like the caption was Liam Payne and three other dudes. Bugging. You know, that's Dan Ricardo. What the heck is going on that's here? Right. That one dude in this photo, he's a Formula One driver. It's like it's like David Beckham and an elderly fan. Oh my gosh, well, yeah, with Nicky Lauda, right? That's funny. Okay, so we're talking about Monaco. Let's talk about Monaco. Oh boy. So yeah. basically, it was boring. The first three quarters of the race were boring. I like, mean, yeah, it was. Usually there's like a crash on the first lap. Or something. To be honest, what, 18 cars finished the race? Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, it was just Verstappen and... This is the moment where we try to remember who else's car broke down. I'm just going to assume it was uh, Pastor. Was it Pastor? Did yes, Pastor? I think it was Pastor. There you go. So, yeah. I, I think it was the continuing the continuation of uh, Pastor's car never finishing anything. Um, you know, that's so fucking sad. Like, that poor guy. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> you kind of feel bad. You're just like, oh, uh, like. Uh, but yeah. yeah yeah look it was i'm actually sitting here trying to find the race result because i could want i really want to double check to make sure we haven't just ragged off pasta and for the first time he actually managed to finish a race because that would be our luck like that would be how we we roll slightly factually inaccurate we do know look we do know verstappen crashed he had an incident with um Tesky alonso didn't finish the race that's right alonso so there was sorry Sorry, I take that back. There wasn't 18 cars that didn't finish. There were 17. Verstappen didn't finish, Alonso didn't finish, and Maldonado didn't finish. The thing is, I walked away from this race like several times in the middle of it and came back and literally nothing had changed. To be honest, I went and had a shower, put a full face of makeup on, got dressed, did my hair, came out, and it was, I was like, did I miss anything? And, and, And one of my friends was like, no. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, they've been going around this circuit at the same speed for this amount of time. Yeah. See, okay, now here's my, here's my thought. Monaco is really cool. It looks really yes. cool. There's always yes. a million celebrities. Yes. But the actual race sucks. Like, yes. it just straight yes. up sucks. It's, 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 and I think you don't kind of remember that it sucks because the previous races haven't always, like, the previous races are what? Spain, Bahrain and china so you're kind of a bit like by the time you get to monaco you're just like give me anything and there's enough pretty distracting things to kind of make you think that it's and like there's the big iconic like big iconic uh corners and and the tunnel and all that stuff there's enough kind of periphery for you to forget that just at, at a racing level it can be like and it was you know like yeah fernando's fernando alonso's car died Pastor Maldonado's car, I'm pretty sure it died. It may have hit something. It died. I don't know. He didn't finish. I can't remember. Because this is one of the rare races where I've only watched the race once. Normally, I've watched it about four times by now. But yeah, like, Pastor had brake problems. It's and fun. then and then Max Verstappen took one for the team and turned it into a race. Yeah, a race. Look, to be honest, to be honest, he didn't take one for the team. Him and him and uh, Romain Grosjean had an incident at which point he went. Embedded himself into a wall. You know what? They were talking about this on some website. Uh, Toro Rosso was mad because they thought Grosjean had brake checked Verstappen. 
But in actuality, he had, like, he took that corner half a second slower than he had. Yeah. He, he take, I think they said he, he braked five, se- five metres earlier and came yeah. out of the corner five metres later or something like that than he had previously. So mm-hmm. it's kind of understandable how this incident happens. because it's Oh, it's Verstappen's fault, but he's also basing it on what he assumed was about to happen. And mm-hmm. it didn't. And, and maybe in a few years from now, with a bit more experience under his belt, he doesn't make this mistake. But yeah. any rookie, I think, could make this mistake, particularly if it's one of the first times you've been around Monaco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he'd done really well up to that point. Like, yeah. Qualifying practice, everything like went crazy. I every time someone brings up, and we saw this, Felipe Massa was like, I think he's too young to be racing. Max Verstappen pretty much proved to us in Australia that he was competent of handling an F1 car around an F1 track. Like, yeah. was- this kid can race. Like, every time someone comes up with the he's too young narrative, I'm like, you're just being a lazy journalist. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, I think, I think at this point, we've seen that he can drive the car. It's yeah. Yeah, it's those rookie mistakes that anyone would make, I think, at this point. Carlos Sainz made a rookie mistake. Missed the Weybridge thing and qualifying, gets sent to the back of the grid. Betcha, if he had been around for 10 years, he would never have done that. Betcha, he never does it again. Yeah. That also being said, I wonder whether if he was more experienced, if they may not have sent him to the back of the grid. But anyway... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know with that rule whether it's a if this happens, there is an automated thing, or if it still has a aspect of discretion, discretionality. I know that's not a word, but you get what I mean. Could be. Just no, it's not. Never mind. Yeah, it's totally not a word. But so, look, yeah. yeah, Max Verstappen embedded himself into a wall. He yeah, was fine. Like, he came out in the morning. At this point like, in the morning, NBC cut to commercials. And there were like, what, 10 minutes left in the race and my family was like on their way out the door. And I was like, okay, I guess it's time to shut the TV off. And I checked Twitter and everyone's just screaming about like something happening. And I was just... Yeah, the safety car, so the virtual safety car happens. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there's a safety car. And all of a sudden Nico Rosberg's at the front of the race and Vettel and... Hamilton uh, arguing over second and third, and I am so confused. And yeah. and my friend, who is a big Nico Rosberg fan, is just like, yeah, fuck it. Like, she was basically doing what you would have been doing. She is like, she's like, it's getting exciting. It's getting exciting. And at this point, I'm thinking, because I hadn't realised Hamilton had pitted or yeah. not come out ahead. And I was like, oh, well, well he's going to, Nico and Seb are going to have to give those spots back because they've gotten out of order with the safety car. No. All of a sudden, I'm like, they haven't. Oh, my God. Lewis is there. Oh, my God. And all I could think of was just like, oh, no. This is going to be the awkwardest podium. This is is going to go up there in, like, the the history of F1 with the multi-21 podium. Like, this and the multi-21 podium are possibly the two most awkward podiums ever. But this one wasn't even that bad, honestly. This one was not, like... What ended up happening was, um, so Nico won, Vettel came in second, Lewis came third. Lewis drives his car around on the parade lap, stops his car halfway through the lap, and just- Has a sock. No. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh shit, is his car broken down? Calm himself down. Yeah. Like, then he finished the lap, he got on the podium, he congratulated Nico, and it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. It wasn't awkward at all. <laughs> 
Oh. It was a little awkward. It was, it was a little <laughs> awkward. Some of those photos are just amazing. They were on the front of, so I use Getty images for work every day and there was like a collection for Monaco and the photo was literally Nico waving the trophy and Lewis standing in the background with like his arms crossed, like looking at the camera. And I was just, I looked at it and all I could think was like, oh, well, that picture encaptures the entire thing. There's one major difference between this and the multi-21 thing though. And that is- yeah. yeah. Sebastian Vettel ignored direct team yes. orders in that. In that wasn't a mistake by the team. That was Sebastian Vettel being a little bit of a sore, not loser. Yeah. In this case, it wasn't Nico's fault, and everyone knew it wasn't Nico's fault. So it wasn't awkward because of Nico. It was yeah. awkward because Lewis was mad at the team, yeah. which is a completely different can of worms. But... And- there's been a lot of yelling about that this week, There's too. There's been a lot of yelling about whose fault it is. Toto Wolf came out and took one for the team straight up, which tells me exactly what kind of man Toto Wolf is, and that is one that I like. Like, he came out and was just like, we fucked up, it's our fault, yada, yada, yada. And then now that we get this, I guess, the transcripts of the discussion that went mm-hmm. between Mercedes and Lewis, this doesn't rest solely on... Mercedes shoulders though now as a team no, just, there's a kind of there's kind of this back and forth it was kind of it was the collective team's fault Lewis and the team and Lewis being part of that collective team yeah yes you, uh, he, he wanted to pit his tires were getting worn out if Verstappen hadn't crashed his tires would have given out before the end yeah. so he wanted to pit the team said yes, and then didn't notice that the two guys in front didn't pit. It was just, it was a, it was a fuck up. It was a massive fuck up. That's all it was. And I think the thing, is, the thing that we're seeing now is that Lewis was annoyed, but I think even from that moment, Lewis could recognize that whilst it wasn't entirely his fault or the team's fault, there was kind of a contribution from both things that kind of created this perfect storm of fucked upness. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah and um, I think. I mean, it doesn't seem... The only people who seem to be dragging this out are the media. I yeah, mean, and I have, think that's because the, Monaco was so boring, there's nothing else for them to write about. This is, this is literally the only thing that happened, and it was big. It was a big one. And you, um, can't, you can't make a deal about Nico Rosberg winning three races in a row because he really didn't win this race. Like... I mean, he, he did. He No, but do you know what I mean? There's no masterful driving performance to talk about. There's no, like... There's no... Um, you know, he qualified and... Yeah, and no, but I, I'd, I'd argue the opposite. You know, a win is a win is a win. It oh, doesn't... no, I, I completely get that there is the discussion that Nico has won three in a row. But as far as kind of the narrative <laughs> is this. Yeah, I don't know. I think you should still celebrate. It's still kind of a big Oh, yeah, dude. If it was me, I would be celebrating the shit out of that because I win things so rarely that I'll be like, you know what? I will take that. It's yeah. like I don't, but I, I, don't, have, I don't. I don't really. I don't think I really so much agree with people who are kind of like, oh, you know, he, whatever. That doesn't really count because it does. You know, no, it totally counts. It's 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 like my. I have a bronze medal, right, from getting third in a national hockey competition. There were also only three teams in the competition. <laughs> So it's 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 a bronze medal. I will take it. You don't think I took all the accolades my school wanted to give me for it? Fuck yeah, I took them. I just didn't tell them that we basically came last and lost every game. Yeah, whatever, it's fine. It's like, um, so this. I'm gonna celebrate the shit out of this. 
That being yeah, said, I, 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 I want a legitimate medal way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it's one thing to, um, like, obviously kind of give Mercedes a little flack for what happened with, or a lot of flack for what happened with Lewis, but I don't think it doesn't take anything away from the fact that, you know, Nico still stuck with him in second and took advantage when they screwed up. Hey, so I, I can tell totally you win. Win, baby, win. <laughs> all I do is win, win, win. That's not true at all. So we got to take them where we get them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so. I think the part of this story is Monaco's over and done. We'll get to Canada in a week's time, um, which you're going to, so you're That's super excited. excited about. Dude, um, do you mind? I'm going to be at the next three races. I can't even believe this. <laughs> I'm going to possibly be in Vegas at the next the race after Canada, so you know what? I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. I, I potentially have trips to, yeah, God. I don't know where the Stanley Cup finals are going to be, and I don't know if I'm going, but I hopefully will know by Sunday. <laughs> well, there's only four options. Yeah, there really is only four options, and I'm hoping it's New York and Chicago. Gross. Anyways. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah, look. I, have a, I would yeah. like to have a job next year, and, and you know, we make, yeah. Anyway, um, the race is going to be over. Uh, the, st- yeah. the telling of the race story is done. We're looking into Canada. We're moving ahead. But we get to the end of the season, and the differential is what won and lost at Monaco. Now that's going to be a hell of a story. I don't think it will be. I don't think it will come down to that. It's kind of funny, though. But it would actually be legit hilarious. Yeah. Um, Nico Rosberg posted on Instagram yesterday. Uh, A-plus a troll game. Oh, man, he's great. So, basically, it's just, like, a bunch of pictures from Monaco set to, um, blame it, is it, blame it on the, the night? It's called Blame by Colvin Harris featuring, I think, Stan Smith, the, uh, Sam Smith, I think, the, uh, British yeah. singer who won a lot of Grammys. And yeah. the main chorus of it is, blame it on the night, don't blame it on me. Don't blame it on me. Yeah, yeah, It's And it's great. So, like, obviously... I, I, you know, obviously what he's doing yeah. here is what he's doing here. And I just, I turned that on at work today and everyone just looked at me funny because I just cracked up laughing. Yeah, look, I, I think I saw it yesterday and I was the only one sitting in the bubble where I work. And I think I put my face down on the desk and just laughed because it was just, um, I sent it to at least three different Formula One friends of mine, and then I showed it to a non-Formula One friend and explained the context of it, and she thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my my younger brother, the or my only brother, the super F1 fan, um, he thought it was pretty pretty good as well. Um, I actually got a few great messages for him on the weekend. Um, I think he still is insisting on betting on Pastor Maldonado for the first car to retire. And I just got this medal that was like, yeah, Pastor, coming through for me again. <laughs> and I was like, of course you bet on him again. But he, it was, look, yeah, it. That was it. Monica was Monica. That was Monica. Monica was Monica. We saw, I was trying to say we had any, there wasn't many good celebrity sightings. Look, there was Cristiano Ronaldo. Nah. Yeah. Um, there was... Okay, so my, my, like, this is a little side story. My biggest association with Cristiano Ronaldo, like, aside from him being a great soccer player, is the fact that during the World Cup, he had, like, a zigzag, like, yeah. shape inside of his head, and someone just photoshopped it so that it was the S in USA, and it was the best thing ever. <laughs> 
I, oh man, America. Anyways, so yeah, not a whole lot of celebrity settings this year. I mean, I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention, but I mean, One Direction was there. Well, I, th- I think one of the members of One Direction was there. I don't think the whole band were actually there. Um, One Direction yeah. were there. Uh, Evil and Goria was at some Johnny Walker party, which was all super, super fancy with their pretentious 10,000 year old ice. And I was just like, hey, what? it's Jensen Button and Fernando Alonso in suits. This is great. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, this scenery is awesome and a little bit pretentious. And, oh, you're stuck in a lift with Ron Dennis. That's awkward. I actually felt awkward for Kevin Magnuson today. He was obviously stuck on the McLaren plane with Ron Dennis to go to Denmark for something. And I was like, you just want to race cars. Yeah. Poor kids. You just want to. There was an article I read this week that was um, Kevin Magnuson. I think it was on Richland. And they were talking about, is Kevin Magnuson talking about how good Stroffel Van Dorn was and how much he deserves an F1 drive? And I was like, that noise you hear? That's Kevin Magnuson's heart breaking into little pieces as McLaren tear his dreams apart. Basically. But you know what? I've heard his name linked to IndyCar stuff. Yeah, look, I'm going to be an IndyCar race in Boston next year. Maybe I'll get to see him. Here's the thing that interests me with 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 the potential of, of Kevin Magnuson going to IndyCar, we look at Max Chilton, and Chilton is racing Indy Lights, yeah. right? So it's kind of like the feeder series. And we know Chilton has money. That's how he was at Marusha. Kevin Magnuson doesn't bring money. There is no – Kevin Magnuson doesn't have money. That's how he's at McLaren. You know, right. he's one of those few drivers that doesn't have – like, because I remember there being a story about the fact that he nearly had to give up racing at 16 because he's like, I love my dad. He's not very good with money. Yeah. And, and um, there is a key difference, though. I mean, Max Tilden is racing in Indy Lights because a lot of Indy Lights teams don't have a lot of money. Um, yeah. Indy Car teams have enough sponsorships that I don't feel like that's an issue. And yeah. it is much better of a oh, drive. I know he completely is, but I mean, you look at the fact of, I mean, Simona is racing a half season because she doesn't, her sponsors are what's getting her that seat. So there's, there is a certain amount of having to bring stuff in there. And I look at the current IndyCar drivers and I'm like, okay, so who gets booted for Kevin Magnuson? I'd boot most people for Kevin Magnuson, but that's another yeah, story. I, mean, I feel like they... I just want to see him race a car. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. just want to see him race, you know, and whether it's racing Le Mans with his dad or IndyCars, I mean, I prefer it to be IndyCar because you get an actual series, whereas Le Mans is like one weekend. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. I hope we'll see what happens. But we have one more thing to talk about from Monaco. Oh yeah, we do. (laughs) Oh yeah, we do. They were great boys. How did no one know that this was happening until like it happened? I don't know, but it was amazing. I was like, because we turned the racer on after they'd left the track, so I didn't see it on the TV. Me neither. I saw it on on social, um, and it was suddenly like, oh my god. There's there are so many boys. And, right and I just like to say objectively, damn. Dang. Yeah, no. And but it was nice. They were dressed very sharply in like nice polo shirts. They were incredibly French looking. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, they were. They basically looked like a walking Lacoste ad with a sign. <laughs> I wonder if they were actually sponsored by Lacoste. Anyway. Actually. Or Lacoste Sportif is probably the other one that it could have been. That's an idea. There's some like really good clothing brands you could get on board to sponsor the grid people. True. It'd be good. But, like that's another money avenue. Like Bernie, come on, get on this. And and so we found out in the discussions after it that this wasn't an F one thing. This was a automobile club of Monaco 
president yeah. had decided to make Matt to use grid boys now i don't know about you but i am tracking down the address of the automobile club of monaco and i am sending that man a thank you card yeah no that's how it works at every race i think it's the actual circuit that sets all that stuff up it's not then like- fuck then sorry fuck convincing f1 to get rid of grid girls let's start on the clubs yeah yeah i mean clearly maybe and you know here's the other thing as much as we kind of don't really like monaco as a race the history there is such that hey the most historic race in your series just did not use grid girls. And no one suffered. Well, no. actually, okay. No one legitimately suffered. A lot of men cried a lot of tears. And they do that because yeah. they're... Here's the thing when it came out. Seb Vettel decided to add his two cents to it, right? And I think it's just because he thought he was being funny, and he wasn't. No. But I also think... I also, I'm just having this picture of him saying that and then, like, Britta, his PR person, just being like, <laughs> just this, this shit, like, he walks out, she's like, you and I are going to have work, like, I don't know a lot about his PR person, but I get the feeling that she's probably, like, a badass who doesn't take shit from no one. Because I imagine dealing with, A, him and B, the media on a regular basis, that you would have to be pretty, like, badassly tough, like, you can't answer that. You can't do this. You need to not say that. Like, you protect. Yeah. I just imagine him making this second movie. Like, I'm going to kill you in your sleep. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah, that to a certain extent. I think, and someone made a very good point to me about this the other day. Um, Jensen Button used to be kind of a trash boy. Like, he, Oh, my God, he was. He really was. But what is he doing nowadays? He's really plugged into social media, and he knows kind of what's what. Yeah. And now he's great. He's, he doesn't do that stuff anymore. He and it's grew up. Yep. And he yep. got educated. He did. But social media played a part. I'm oh, pretty totally. Seb Vettel does not have any social media whatsoever. So no. I can see how, like, the way he's been brought up and the things he's been told are okay or the things that he hasn't been told aren't okay just aren't there. I think that's the topic of the discussion I have with a lot of people and not just talking about grid girls, but anything that often happens to do with sexism and women in sport. I've found that so many of the guys I deal with who have terrible opinions have terrible opinions because no one has sat them down and said, this is what it is. I had a, we, we had an incident a while back um, in, in sport and I was having a discussion with some of my coworkers who were like, well, that's not sexist. And I was like, wait a second. A, you as a 26-year-old hetero white man is about to tell me what's sexist, that I that you decide what I can think is sexist. At which point he was like, actually, no, you're right. I don't know what's sexist because I'm not a woman. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Hey. And then when I explained it to him, he was like, oh. And this was several, like, these were some people that I know who were, you know, some of them were well-educated. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. And no one had ever said to them, this is what it is. And the moment I explained it to them, they went, oh, I can see where you're coming from. I understand what you're saying. No one has ever said that to me before because it's not a discussion that happens in the wider media. You don't see it on TV. You don't read it in most of your newspapers. So if that's where you get all your news from and if everyone that you talk to around you lives in a similar bubble, yeah, you're never going to know. And that's the argument I have with people quite often. I was like, someone said something stupid. Let's not crucify them. Let's educate them. If you educate them and they still say dumb shit, go ahead. Yeah. Tyler Bozak, the hockey player, 
That's a double blackface three times. You once you get educated twice. Are you kidding me? Three? No, you're a dickhead. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, to a certain extent, Vettel. This isn't the first time he's done something dumb, dumb like this. No. And I'm not. I'm. I don't want to make excuses for him at all. And I think maybe he does need to be talking to his PR person about maybe don't say these things. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see going forward if it changes at all. Yeah. I am very happy about the grid boys. Um, yeah, me too. It's just. It's yeah. like there's there's some things I'll forgive people for, and then there's Checo Perez saying Susie Wolf should belong in the kitchen. Yeah. And then claiming English language. Like, no, you don't say that. You no. know not to say that. Everyone knows not to say that. But you know what? I'm sure a lot of people gave him crap for it, and I doubt he'll ever say anything like that again. Good, no. Yeah? Doesn't mean I'm going to like him. Oh, no. No. <laughs> so, no, you know, the, the other thing that I, I saw that kind of bothered me a whole lot about the battle thing was that so many people were just making excuses for him. Like, oh, he was probably joking. He probably didn't mean it. Blah, blah, he probably blah. was joking. He probably didn't mean it. That doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's right, and it doesn't mean you have to stick up for him. No. Like, come on, he is a highly paid, very wealthy yeah. race car driver who, I, you know. Yeah, I think there's a real difference between blindly sticking up for a driver because he's your guy and defending him because it's you don't the first. Think it's actually a big deal. Or not even that you don't actually think it's a big deal, but you think it was an honest mistake from a lack of knowledge. And if you see it again, then you're going to be like, you know. But I think there's a differential between the people who are just like, well, I'm defending him because I like watching him race cars. And nothing he do, he can do. I like watching footballers play football. That doesn't mean they don't do some dumb shit that they deserve to get locked up for. Yeah, yeah. Same with same with any sport. I mean, no one's yeah, perfect. Go, go, no one is perfect. Yeah. I was going to say, except female athletes, and then I remembered some of That's... them have been arrested too lately. <laughs> Patrice Bergeron is perfect. Patrice Bergeron is perfect. If you don't know who we're talking about, go and Google him. There's a picture of him and there's a picture of God and they are the same thing. Yeah. There's a picture of him photoshopped as St. Patrick, which is the greatest thing ever. I have a picture of him photoshopped in like an Abraham Lincoln outfit riding a bear, I think, with like a bald eagle or something. That's beautiful. He's Canadian. That makes sense. I know. I know. It made no sense. I was like, I'm just going to go with this. That's fine. Roll with it. Yeah, he's not just Canadian. He's Quebecois. Yeah, right. French Canadian. Like, that's like legitimate, legitimate form of, well, actually, they're not even the most legit form of Canadian because they hate Canada. They do. It's it's very, Quebec is strange. And he's not like Montreal, Quebec. He's like Quebec City, Quebec. Ancien Lorraine or whatever the hell. Yeah, Ancien Lorraine. And so, yeah. So. I'm so excited for Montreal, dude. Like, you know. I can see the excitement on your face. In a week from now, I will be at a pub with a lot of people. Drink. I'm jelly, I'm jelly. Um, but we've talked about Monaco. Yeah. I want to talk about the Indy 500. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, I watched the Indy 500 for the first time this year because the Indy 500 happens 3 a.m. Australian time. So it's probably why I haven't seen it before. But it was great. I loved it. It was like, um, I love the driver introductions where they got them all standing up on these things. They announced them all by grid and like some of the guys had GoPros on their caps would look douchey but hilarious. Um, Towns, Towns and Bell had a Paisley Skelly cap, which was just amazing. Like a full-on race suit with Paisley on it and a matching Skelly cap. And I was just like, 
A plus for effort in coordination, dude. And then like Simona Di Silvestro comes out and they announce her and she just pulls. I can see why they call her the Iron Maiden because mm-hmm. she has stone wall face. They introduce her. She lifts an arm. She looks around. She nothing moves. Damn girl, you would you would be really good at poker. <laughs> but I don't know. Like there was just just a lot about it that I really liked. I liked um. The three the the rolling start they have where they grid up and drive around the track and they basically grid up to like three cars wide as like essentially a rolling grid. It's really cool. It looks badass as all hell. Like I know you couldn't get like Grand Prix cars three cars wide. It it wouldn't work for Formula One because it's not a circular track. But it just looked awesome. Um, and there was I don't know I loved it. It was it was open wheel racing with overtakes and collisions and 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 after 500 miles it gets decided by like half a car length on like the final laps and the guy who wins it had at the start of the race been dead last and it was amazing and i loved the fact so Juan Pablo Montoya won the race um i think he won it for willpower so it's kind of a bit like australia um (laughs) but it was like he start he he starts well Simona de Silvestro drives into the back of him. Um, he has to get repairs. He's 30th, doesn't lose a lap, manages to get from 30th to winning the race. He has won the race before 15 years ago. Holy crap. Yeah. And, and then at the, um, the next night, at like the IndyCar presentations on the Monday night, I think it was Townsend Bell spoke about having a Juan Pablo Montoya lunchbox when oh he was God. in like primary school and it just made you really think wow like this guy is 40 i think he's i think he's 40 and and he's just won this race i mean it was it was great and i really loved it um i find the trophy with the people's faces in it creepy as hell but cool i mean it's like kind of creepy because like a lot of those people are obviously passed on because it's this trophy like next year is the 100th running of the indy 500 Mm. like we're gonna be there yeah, we're gonna be there. That's our plan. We're gonna be there for the for the five hundred. Um, supporting team Grace, Grace Motorsports. Yeah. Um, but man, like I, I don't. There was all these kind of funny traditions that obviously are really, really important to them. They the reefs, the milk. <laughs> um, I love that. That's so I, good. It's 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 actually really quite funny because when you think of Formula One and you think of podiums, you think of spraying the champagne and all of that. And this time comes out, he's like, I like he's he's pulled the car up, got out, like shoved a reef on him, and handed him a thing of milk. And you're just like, oh my what? God. <laughs> and there's milk all over his face, and you're just. Mm-hmm. It's funny too because like the difference is someone with lactose intolerant. Then you're fucked. I mean, they, they'd put fake <laughs> soy in it. They'd put soy milk in it and be like, Get almond milk. Um, no, it's so funny too because like I, I, I need to look into where that tradition came from. But you compare it to the F1 countries that are, like don't have alcohol, and you get like fancy rose water and like these. Ugh, we're still on the podium and trying to spray this shit. And at Indy, you just like guzzle a glass of milk. Like, yeah, they give you a container of it and they're like, here you go. Go nuts. Go ham. Like, <laughs> you know, okay, to be honest, I actually only discovered what go ham meant the other day. Really? Like, I thought it was just like ham, as in like meat ham. Yeah. But it was funny because it was meat, you know? No, actually, I discovered what it meant. Good job. Way to, way to get with the time, Sassy. Look, you know how I discovered it? One of my co-workers sent me an article titled uh, 
all the slang you need to know to be a cool kid. Oh, it was no. it was designed for adults, right? And yeah, I did not know half of the terms, and I was like, oh. what was the most surprising one? Probably ham, because I was like, oh, is that what it means? Yeah. Uh, there was a few of them where I was like, oh yeah, I know that one. Um, because some of them get thrown around work quite frequently. Um, like uh, has no chill. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I got told at work last night that my where I work that we have no chill on our social media accounts. It was like, we're a sporting league. Of course we have no chill. We're not human. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's good though. Um. So what else about IndyCar? Anything else in particular that you enjoyed? I'm enjoying the fact that there's going to be a race here in like three weeks and hopefully yeah. I can go to it. Um, I have no idea where I'm going to be in the world at that point in time, so we'll see. Um, there's another race this weekend, which I probably will see a bunch of or none of because I'm not working at all this weekend um, because the cup finals finish and then it's like, woo. I've got like five, four or five days off. Yeah, I'll sit around a whole lot. I'll catch up on all the stuff I haven't done. I work on our website. Um, we're going to do a recap of the, oh, my God, is this ever going to end Grand Prix Drivers Association survey. Yeah. Um, oh, one more thing about the website. I guess we can do a little, little housekeeping things right here. Yeah, um, let's, do, let's do a housekeeping thing. Yeah. Welcome we to have, the goodgirls.com. Yeah, we have some new writers. We have one new writer so far. Um, Elizabeth Forth is going to be writing for us. She is at Elizabeth Forth on Twitter. She is coming to Canada with me. It's going to be great. She's coming to Canada with me. And uh, I was housekeeping item number two. Um, we should record from the races we go to. Not like the whole podcast, but like a 30-second segment or something. Oh, God, you could do that live live from the whatever turn. At live, from, live from Eau Rouge. The popular grandstand at Montreal. <laughs> live from the... Salut, finish line. Oh, man. I ran over that in a half marathon one time, and it was the coolest thing. Um, but, yeah, I figured we could, if we make little clips from the races we go to, we can edit, edit them into the podcast, and it'll sound kind of silly, but whatever. That I've been, sounds pretty good to me. Mm -hmm. So we'll do that, too. And, uh, yeah, it's about all the items I have. Um, we have a new kind of updated category. Um, so if you visit our website and you click on the link in the top left corner, wait, wait, let me do that again, top right corner, <laughs> then we get, um, uh, you have our brand new guide to badass lady drivers, yep. um, which has lots of like, information about all the women I driving. I think there's like 30 people in there at the moment. And so it covers uh, open wheel, it covers stock, it covers rally. Um, some of them are a bit spotty with information because it's ridiculously hard to find information unless they have, um, unless they have like their own kind of um, like internet presence, like a website. Unless they have their own like website with a lot of information, it's practically impossible to find information about them. Some of them, I've been trying to find stuff about some of the drivers from the. Um, from the uh, Global Rally Co Cross Lights series, mm -hmm. which is like bleh, a mouthful. But Red, Red Bull Glo Global Rally Cross actually starts this week. It does. Yeah. Red Bull Global Rally Cross 
itself doesn't have any female drivers, but its lights program has apparently has two. Both are American. Oh man. Um, one's name is, oh, you'll have to look at them on my list. I can't find any information about them. Neither of them have that functional websites, but there are there some, they are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so, actually, so I'm pretty excited about that series as like a side note. Um, I am on clout through Twitter, which mm-hmm. I mean, no one, ever, no one really uses it or anything, but one cool thing about clout is that sometimes you get perks. Like, mm-hmm. depending on what you tweet about, like, sports or whatever. I've gotten, like, free headphones, a free speaker. Uh, Red Bull had a promo, and they sent me, like, a, a limited edition can that has, like, global rallycross graphics all over it. And cool. it came in a fancy box. So now, I, I was already kind of planning on looking at this series because Scott Speed is in it. Yes, yes, he is. I did notice that. I was like, oh, I better remind, I better tell Sarah that in case she hasn't noticed. Oh, I know. Oh, she's I noticed bro. <laughs> I noticed. I've already made a sign. I, I have not made a sign. I did realize that Global Rally Cross is going to be broadcast on NBC Sports, so I can actually watch it. It's nice, really cool. nice, nice. Yeah. Well, um, previously, uh, Emma Gilmore, who is a New Zealand rally driver, uh, she competed in it, uh, isn't competing anymore. She's in uh, the Rally New Zealand program at the moment. But there's, there's two women in the lights program. Um, I don't know. I... Look, I don't think there's anywhere for me to do it around here. But one day, if I move to England, I I really want to learn to be a, a rallycross navigator. Um, mm-hmm. My grandparents were so my grandmother was a uh, championship winning uh, driver in Scotland when she was like before they her uh, my grandfather had my my uh, father and his siblings. Um, they raced, I think, something called point to point. And it's kind of kind of a bit like rally, but it was like they gave you all these obscure directions and you had to get from all these different places and all these beaten tracks and so forth. Um, I don't know the actual name for it, but it was um, Grandad would drive and Grandma would navigate. And they won like the Scottish Championship or, or something like that. They've got trophies at their, their house. And so one year they decided, um, fuck it, you know, they'd swap. So granddad became the navigator and grandma became the driver and they won again. And I think she'd been like the first time a woman had ever won it at the club or something like that. And so I, I've asked my grandparents and in my, I have a Scottish family. So discussions of what happens when they die is like reasonably frequent thing. Like I've inherited all this stuff. The grandma's like, oh, you can have it now. But I was like, not to be crass, but I'd really like your 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 trophies. Like I, I would really, really like to have those because I really like car racing and I think it's totally badass that you won this stuff, Grandma. Yeah. And she's like, well, yeah, and, Gran- and Granddad was like, well, you know, no, Granddad, I don't want to hear the story, Grandma's telling it. <laughs> I've heard it a million times. Yeah. I, well, actually, that's the thing. I haven't. Like I've only heard it like once or twice. Um, but it was just, I remember when grandma Tell was telling me this or, or they were retelling it to me. They were like, oh, and so, yeah, one day I really actually want to learn to, to na- like be the navigator for rallying. Cause I think that would be great. Like I'm too late for me to learn to rally car drive now. I don't have the time or the money, but man, I'd love to have a go at navigating. Yeah. I mean, it'd be pretty fun. There are places around here and by around here, I mean like closer to upstate New York. Yeah you can go and volunteer at rally cross events and then mm. learn to co-drive like gradually. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm going to have a look at that around here. Cause I think that would be something I'd really love to do. 
Yeah, that could be cool. That being said, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'd be like, oh god. It's that like, being, look, to be honest, I got a friend who was a rally cross driver, and I've co-driven up a mountain range with him. And I'm pretty sure the speed limit was 30 k's now, and I'm pretty sure we did 115. Oh so god. I was a bit like, never going to survive. But yeah. Yeah. We've got totally off topic. We talked we about the Indy car. I want you to tell me about the Formula E. I missed the Formula E. I didn't see any of it. Uh, the fact that it's all on one day kind of throws me because if it's conflicting with something else, then you miss everything. Well, Formula E was on Saturday, actually. So the day before all of the... I think I slept most of Saturday. Yeah. Which actually I think is pretty smart of, um, of Formula E to do this because, you know, the only thing they're really competing with on the Saturday is qualifying. Have all of their, uh, most of their races a Saturday? Mm -hmm. I think the only one that's on a Sunday is the uh, the second London race, and only because they're back to back. Okay, because there's one on the Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So this one was at an airport near Berlin. It's the <laughs> first course that wasn't in a city. Um, apparently, it was really cool. Like everyone that went had a great time. Um, apparently, the track setup was really really interesting and different from what anyone had seen before. Mm -hmm. uh, although the one drawback that I, I heard a lot of people talking about was that there were longer straightaways in this in this track, so it was a lot more obvious kind of how fast yes. the cars aren't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was wondering where you were going with this, and then when you said art, I was like, there it is. Yeah, so, but it, it just kind of makes you a little more excited for next year when the, the uh, teams actually get to set up their own engines rather than just dealing with the Renault engines. Yep. So that's cool. Um, Lucas Degrassi won and then got disqualified. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Had changed his front wing, um, and they weren't allowed to. There's like some rule about it, and uh, so he won, and then he didn't win. This feels so Daniel Ricciardo in Australia in 2014. So it was funny that you know Lucas Degrassi had won initially because um, when Elizabeth and I were in Long Beach, uh, I may have told this story on the podcast before, but whatever, it's really funny. Um, we got to the track in Long Beach at like six o'clock in the morning. The gates opened at seven. So that meant we- eager much? Man, we, we did this in, uh, you know what? We did this in Austin and we were not the first people there by a long shot. So like, we were just prepared for it to be swamped. We had no idea. We figured it was better safe than sorry. So we get there really early. We had coffee. It was fine. Um, the benefit to getting there that early is that we got to see all the drivers and teams arrive and they all walked through the same gate that we did. So it's us and like five or six other people standing around as like Bruno Senna rides his bike through the front gate and, you know, Karen Chandog is like right behind him. Lucas DeGrasse and his whole team are like coming at us from across the street and Liz and I are like, who's that? We're not, we like, we recognize the team and everything, but we just don't, didn't know who the drivers were like individually. And Lucas DeGrasse like books it across the street while the light is still green and like abandons the rest of his team like to the wild. Like the rest of his team was smart and like did not cross the street. So for the rest of the weekend, we just called him the Jaywalker, like Lucas, the Jaywalker Degassi. And uh, it makes him sound so unbadass. It does. It's beautiful. Um, and like we ran into him later in the weekend and I just like laughed in his face, but it, it was fun. Um, he was super nice about it, but yeah. So I was like really excited for him to actually win a race again because i think he won the first race of the season and then he got disqualified for that front wing um and nelson pk won 
So he went on Twitter after the race. Right, Nelson Piquet, I think, is also racing global rally class. Yes, he is. He is. So that should be funny. It's so funny, like, the crossover between Formula E and, like, which other series people are coming. How many series can I compete in to make a living when I'm not a Formula One driver? Right. Well, I think there's, like, three or four guys that are in some Brazilian stock car racing circuit and, like, three or four guys that are in endurance racing and then a couple. Yeah, um, I believe uh, Rubens Barrichello races in it. I think Checo Perez's brother. Oh, in the Brazilian stock cars? Yes, races in it. And then there's, like, three random Australians. Yeah, it's weird. I I looked it up because I wanted to see what else Bruno said. It's a lot like V8. So V8 in Australia is like NASCAR stock cars on Formula One style tracks. It's also like DTM cars in Germany. Yeah, Yeah. it's like DTM. Yeah, yeah. They're all very, very similar. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so Degrassi went on Twitter after, um, after the race and tweeted something like, ah, it's too bad I didn't win. Like, we were looking so good. Blah, blah, blah. And, um... Nelson Piquet's wife tweeted at him <laughs> and was just like, well, maybe next time you should win legally. And I just, like, lost my mind laughing. Like, wow. Troll subtle, game. subtle, subtle, true statements that are also trolling. Yeah, yeah. I just, it's so funny. And, like, it's obviously lighthearted because, yeah. you know, all these teams, and we saw this in Long Beach, they're all super, like, friendly with each other. I think this year is so much just getting your feet wet. Yeah. and like They probably all spend the night after the race in a bar together getting crap. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it, honestly. Like, when we, we got to meet a bunch of the Amlinaguri people, and uh, they took us around the paddock, and just everyone was waving and saying hi to each other and just hanging out. And, um, yeah, it's a very bro atmosphere. And, um, well, I think if you're particularly, I think they also talk about this in F1 too. You're like a traveling circus and you see the same people every weekend. You're in the same situations. It actually makes me think of, I don't know if you've ever seen this. There's a series of photos from um, a Red Bull, a, a Lotus mechanic or a Red Bull mechanic um, proposing to like his Lotus team employee girlfriend. That's and it's, and, and it's like, it's like Seb and a bunch of mechanics trying to like make this sign. And then she's doing like the run this track and she comes running back around the thing. And I think they're both running or, or something like that. And they like jump out and like hang the pit board over the wall. And it, oh, says, like, so and it says like, will you marry me, Catherine? And he like gets down on one knee and like proposes to her in front of like all of the team and the draw like everyone knew. And so everyone was like hanging over the pit wall with the signboards to watch it. And I was just like, That's- I'm not one for public proposals, but I like this one. Mm-hmm. I just love the fact that he was right, will you marry me on a pit board? Right. That's and there's so- photos of like Mattel trying to like make sure it was right. Did I spell her name right? This is who he's proposing to, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was one of my, that was like, and they talk about that. There's, there's apparently quite a lot of like. Intra-team yeah. hanging out. And, well, and I feel like Formula E is the same thing, except this year you don't have the whole like trying to hide aerodynamics from each other and like yeah. secrets and, you know, blah, blah, blah nonsense from F1. So it's even more of the, you know, big group atmosphere. So mm-hmm. it's good. Um, the only other thing of note from Berlin was that Scott Speed did horribly and I was very sad about it. Uh, and he's not driving in Moscow. So, so is he not driving because of Rallycross? Yeah. 
I yeah, know. but I tweeted in at Andretti to make sure he's going to be in London, and we're good. He's going to be there. <laughs> You're like, this is my only concern. I'm an American. I just want to know he's there for me to stalk. Listen, no, it's not even that. Like, I just, I need Americans. I need them. Especially where, I feel like as you approach the 4th of July, like, my need to be near other Americans goes up exponentially. Look, and I need to be in England. The, comp- the country of our oppressors. Like, come on. Here's the thing. I, I get your all. You should. Dung her America. I get that, right? But it's funny because Australia doesn't do gung ho Australia in the same kind of way. Like, we're patriotic, but it's kind of like a lazy patriotism. Which it's kind of like, yeah, we're Australia. We're awesome. We know it. Yep. Like, we, we, we're not a flag waving color like like we wear our green and gold and we're like gung-ho about sporting events but like australia day everyone's like oh great we get a day to have a barbecue like it's not quite like fireworks and this and that like we we, to be wearing an australian flag is kind of frowned upon because it seemed like oh you're a bit of a bogan which is like what we call a redneck like it's not really we don't do flag waving it's the same way here though like people who like tout the flag all the time and like you have flags all over everything. People are always kind of like, uh, what are you doing? Which is why I do it so much in sports. Yeah. Because, you know, it's so much fun to be like the jerk American in sports. It's- you just want to live up to the stereotype, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, because yeah. you don't get to do it any other time because, you know, it's looked at as kind of gauche. Like, you don't, yeah. you don't do that. That's kind of weird. Um, but, like, I don't know, in the World Cup this year, I was actually just reading my friend's World Cup diary. Reminds she- me, I need no. to buy an Australian flag do it um and she was just talking like she she has this whole thing where she puts on makeup that's all american and like just does herself all up and then just goes and is the american but there were a million of them in brazil and like it must have been so much fun to actually have like a whole team of americans with like half your country there cheering yeah, for i've i've been to quite a few international sporting events but they've all been like Australia playing New Zealand in the rugby and I was working or Australia playing anyone in the hockey and I was working or Australia playing New Zealand in the women's soccer and there was like 600 people there like a little bit different like we drove 10 hours to get there and I got a speeding ticket and my car broke and but it was like okay I mean I think for me because so many of the sporting events I go to I'm either working or I know people that are competing so it kind of gives it a bit of a different vibe like I wouldn't you know I was going to say I would never faint my face and I was like oh maybe I will for the world cup but I think I'm actually in corporates if I go to the world cup so it may not I may not be able to get away with that I'm actually super excited because I was just thinking about it I've never been to an international an international competition like I've watched them on tv and I've watched them at bars with other people but I've never been I've been to them within Australia, but never. Well, I was gonna say I've been to some big ones. I oh, look, fuck. I worked a World Cup qualifier for the soccer yeah, rooms, no, which is our national team. I but didn't. It's a bit different. But you know what? I'm going to a Gold Cup game. When is that? Oh man, it's beginning of July. I think it's like July 9th, and it's U.S. versus Haiti. But it's at Gillette Stadium. It's here in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going. I'm nice, going. Nice, nice. Yeah, we've got. Um, I think it's on the 16th of June. We have World Cup qualifier and it's Canada versus the Dominican Republic. Oh, sweet. That's and so I think we're going to go because it's like $20 tickets. Yeah, you should go. Yeah. I'll go to food. I, look, unless Australia is playing, I am all about Canada. 
this is my adopted country, these are my adopted peoples, go Fine. forth and leaf. Yeah. <laughs> Be the leaf. Do Be the, the leaf. leaf. But look, I mean, that covers what we had on our list. The only other thing we had was hashtag honest GPT day, GPDA survey answers. So that ridiculous survey, I guess it's not ridiculous. It's actually- It's great. And it was, the questions were legitimate and I could see what information they were trying to gather to understand how they do things. But there's so many of them. I was like, I wish there was a, like a fill your own answer inbox here. I felt like I was taking the goddamn SAT. Like it took forever. I think it took me like 25 minutes to finish. Yeah. That was like a good half an hour like and you know i tried to take it before they moved it to the bigger server so like it took forever to for every page to load and i gave up so i had to go back and redo the whole half of it yeah i actually screen capped a bunch of the driver pictures from the side because they were just so funny did you like, cap- get the captions too because yeah, they were- yeah. like david coulton it says keep pushing and yeah. then there's Checo Perez telling me to stay with You're it now. Checo Perez looked like he'd been out an all-night bender before he'd come <laughs> to the track. And oh. then we had, like, Kevin Magnuson be like, You're pulling away. Let's keep it up until the end. And I'm like, K-Mags has got no idea what the shit is going on here. And then and then Will Stevens, the checkered flag is in sight. Will Stevens, you don't know what the checkered flag looks like. No. That's pasta. But still, I was just like, Really, Will Stevens? Like half of the people in this survey probably don't know who you are. No. And then it gets to Fernando and it's like, that's it, the check and flag is out, you're finished. And then they ask me another round of questions. I was like, you lied to me, Fernando Alonso. <laughs> you know, Alonso, you're a lie to me. Yeah, yeah. But, and some of them were like, um, one of them was asking about how with F1 moving towards pay TV, has that affected how you watch the race? Mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you, F1. I don't even own a TV. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's stuff that you can definitely tell that it's directed at specific countries because, like, I don't know, you have to have cable here, and NBC Sports is on basic cable, I'm pretty sure. So it doesn't really affect us at all. Yeah, and 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 it's kind of like because in Australia it used to be entirely on ten, and it's now on ten and Foxtel, but only like twenty five percent of Australia has cable. Yeah. So it does affect it because a lot of those races you have to watch online. In England, it was a big deal too because I know half of them are on BBC and half are on Sky Sports, and I think not everyone gets Sky Sports or something like that. Yeah, and and then it was like, um, what was the other one that I liked? It was like, oh, do you enjoy watching F1 races with your family and friends? And I was like, well, most of my friends don't like F1. Those who do don't live in the same place as me. And the one friend that does... Well, her and I watch it illegally on the internet while in bed. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't an option. Yeah. It was a bit, it, look, I could, I could see where they were going, but some of them I yeah, look, I had a bit of a good laugh at them. <laughs> and we came up with some, we came up with some good, honest survey answers. But, yeah. yeah. Does, the driver, does the driver you support accurately represent you as a human being? And I, I just wanted to be like, no. Because he's yeah. not American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and it was also I think I I think my response to it was like the team I support says a lot about me. If you ask me what team I support the most, it would be Williams. I don't like Felipe Massa or Valtteri Bottas, but I live a Susie Wolf appreciation life, mm-hmm. and therefore any team that hires a female driver that actually lets them get in a car, 
is for me. Yeah, exactly. I'm all about that. But my other favorite, look, here's the thing. My favorite, favorite one was the one that asked us, which current and former racing drivers do you follow? There were 46 drivers listed. I counted twice. There were 46 <laughs> drivers listed. Oh and you God. had four options for each of them. You had uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and other. So we're talking nearly, what, 60 uh, 172, 178, 182 options, something like that, right? Like, are you kidding me? And, right. and some of them were like, Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi Raikkonen doesn't have social media. Sebastian Patel also doesn't have social media. Like, some of them I looked at and I was like... You're not doing this right. Yeah. Prost? I'm pretty sure Alain Prost doesn't know what Instagram is. <laughs> Like, yeah. the, I did love that they had Takumo, uh, no, ta, uh, ta, ta, Takui, however you say it, Inui, the, the very crazy Japanese driver whose Twitter feed is just hysterical. Oh, oh uh, yeah. 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 I loved that one. You knew. Yeah. I basically adopted the strategy, which if it was possible for me to answer Mark Webber to it, I answered Mark Webber to it. Oh, that oh, was, clock it, clock no. it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually tweeted this earlier. I was like, I can answer Mark Webber to this question, done. Yeah, 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 look, um, Fine. I believe I actually, like, worked around <laughs> mentioning him earlier. I was like, I got through the whole multi-21 without saying the word Mark Webber. Yeah, that, that was, was really a legitimate, good. that was, was a legitimate topical. comparison. It was topical, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. Are you willing to invest a lot of money to follow F1? Huh. You're, you're from the take my money school. I'm from the that's my money. Well, I guess for... This round, round of the Grid Girls. Yeah. Um, I'm still Saskia Stewart. You can find me on Twitter, still at Saskia Stewart. I'm Sarah Connors, and it's at Sarah underscore Connors. Come hang out. It's a good time. Yeah. And if, you know, you're going to any of these races and you want to say, hey, we are totally always up for alcohol and yeah. talking about cars because that's pretty much what this podcast is. Yep. Because I've yep. been drinking through most of this podcast, and I haven't. It's yeah, shocking. your sobriety is depressing me. It is. Listen, I gotta, I gotta save my liver for the next month of my life. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you're listening to this and you're going to be in Canada, come give us a wave. We'll be parked, or I'll be parked at a uh, McLean's Pub on Thursday, starting at seven. Come you need up. anything? Tweet her. She'll tell you where she is. Um, mm-hmm. if you're going to spa and you need a camping buddy, call me. Um. <laughs> I'm super helpful. I know how to put up a tent. I can build a tent in under three minutes. Things I had to learn while doing Duke of Edinburgh. Um, and I don't have anywhere to stay. And if I don't figure that out, I won't get to go to spa. Boo. Um, but yeah, uh, holler at a girl. Um, but don't really holler because women find that disgusting. And we get that covered <laughs> on public transport. So just. I mean, you're uh, not wrong. You're absolutely good. Wrong. Hay is totally fine. We're, we're cool with that. Um, so I guess that's us for another round. Um, yeah. We'll catch you the next race that we're going to talk about is even more exciting. It's Canada. It should be. But um, for the grid girls, uh, we'll catch you at the next race.